Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm your host, Francesca Amber, and today I'm speaking to a guest about something that I don't think we've ever spoken about on this podcast before. But as law of attraction bitches, we are into always trying different techniques, methods, and all kinds of shit that will help us to raise our vibration or break down limiting beliefs or just be open and able to receive our desires. So that might be like feng shui, intentional dressing, EFT. The list is literally endless, but this is something completely new and I'm so excited. So this week's guest is Katie Gummerson, aka the Empowerment Queen. She is a holistic empowerment and breath worker. Welcome. Thank you for my intro, Fran. Buzzing to talk all things breath work with you. I'm so excited. So I have heard people talk about breath work for years and I've always been like, oh, I'd like to try that one day when I haven't got three children around my neck. And the other week we did it. Last week, in fact, you gave me a little session and it was wild. <laughs> it was so funny because we spoke about it like nearly a year ago, right? And you was like, I want to try it. And I said to you at the beginning of the session, like, I can explain to you what might happen and how it might be. But guaranteed at the end of the session, you'll open your eyes and go, well, I didn't expect that. And what did you say? <laughs> that. I didn't fucking expect that. <laughs> so can you tell us, like, for the absolute basic bitches, like, what is breath work? What, what, what is it? How can it help us? What does it do? Yeah, so if we did, like, dummies guide to breath work, what would I say? So there's such a spectrum with breath work because you might go to a yoga class and be like, oh, yeah, I did breath work. So it really is, like, this scale from just being more aware of your breathing and sort of counting with your breath that you have – well, most people have probably done – to a full-blown, like, trauma healing, um, kind of the more – type of breath work that I do regularly and that we did together. So the breath work that I'm speaking about is on the more like intense end of the spectrum in terms of healing and the process that you go through. So I would say this type of breath work 
the umbrella term is called conscious connected breathwork, but underneath that is like so many different techniques and styles. But yeah, that's probably the name. And it's a form of somatic therapy. So it's like a bodily led therapy. Normal traditional therapies like talking therapies are great, but it's very limited because we know now suppressed emotions are stored within the body and the body is this living library of every past experience that we have had. And so to just have a talking therapy is only going to get you so far. So breath works a type of therapy that works with the body to really process all that old shit that we're full up of, basically, and more. But that's like, that's sort of it in a nutshell, if that makes sense. I I love this kind of shit. I love anything like this because ever since I discovered EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, tapping, and the idea that your body holds on to trauma, I'm... I'm sold 100% because I've seen the results of it. And there's an incredible book called The Body Keeps Score. I've actually never read it, but I know that everybody that talks about the mind-body connection will always talk about that. And there's also a great author called uh, Dr. Sarno, The Mind-Body Connection. Have you heard of this? No, only the book, actually. Yeah, the book is unreal. I've read the book for sure. It literally will explain everything about trauma and the body. Um, But no, I haven't heard of the latter, actually. There's also another book that I'm struggling to think of now, but I remember that they told us like real data. I'm sure it's a book we did in the book club where it was like they took a hundred people or a thousand people and all the people that had chronic illnesses or autoimmune diseases, the vast majority of them had had a childhood trauma or their their parents had got divorced or whatever. And my ex-husband actually introduced me to this whole mind-body connection and your body storing trauma because when we got divorced, he developed a really, really bad back problem where he was going to have to have surgery. He might have been in a wheelchair and I developed an autoimmune disease. We both got really, really ill. So basically, long story short, (laughs) I am so here for anything that helps to release trauma from the body. Also, something I learned recently is about um, when when you're really upset or when you're really triggered by something or when you're really stressed, you should get up and move your body. You should like shake it out and move your body like, like wild animals do. So before it has the chance to be stored deep down, but obviously we've only just found that out. So for all the shit that happened to us before then that is stored deep down into our bodies, breath work can help us to release it. How exciting. So what kind of results can people see? Exactly that. So it's got different benefits. Like it is so vast and crazy what happens. And like every time you breathe, like you do a session, it's going to be entirely different. So you might be like, oh, that was amazing. It was so euphoric and I felt so good and so light and so free and so empowered. And then you might have another session and like a deep trauma comes up for you to process. So in terms of like the outcomes, I think it can probably be split into four, which is physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And this is like... um the way that the breathwork session can go down as well. So like I was explaining to you, Fran, in our session, you might have um, a really physical breathe, meaning like breathwork's a detoxification, right? So say like all of that um, stuff that's, uh, that old stuff, that emotional baggage, um, limiting beliefs, all of everything we want to just like reset. Um, We are detoxifying that or we are like almost... My breathwork mentor says it's like an autopilot reset mode, like you're a computer and you're resetting yourself back to alignment. So 
physically you can have a physical breathe which is the detoxification of all of that stuff but it's not coming out in emotions it's coming out in sweat <laughs> or like you're having big temperature changes you're getting freezing you got really cold in yeah. your um and you might get cramping you'll experience energy flying around your body so during the breathe it could be very physical in terms of your detox and then in terms of like the benefit physically it's just like overall well-being like immunity people have crazy stories about yeah chronic illness and having like ms and me and cancer and how they've used breath work I ain't speaking into that because my personal like passion and teachings and experiences with breathwork have been on the other elements, which is the mental, emotional and spiritual. But yeah, 100 percent. There are so many people like bang into the physical side of things. Well, I was just going to say my experience with um, with my breathwork session. So I went into it thinking I'm a very like emotional if I'm a really emotional person but I do respond to things like this very emotionally and I was explaining to you that I went to a weird tantric workshop with my ex-husband we didn't get naked it wasn't that kind of tantric but we did do some like breathing things there and I was crying like a little bitch and I really expected me to have that kind of experience I really thought that and in fact while we were just talking before we started breathing I really expected to have, like, I started crying about what we were going to breathe on and I started to get very emotional about it. And I really expected to have that experience. But what was weird was my experience was purely physical. So I felt very, very uncomfortable in some ways. I felt extremely cold, which was so weird because when we came out of it, I realized that my heater was still on next to me. The room was warm. I was fine, but I was uncomfortably freezing. My hands were vibrating almost like they were really, really tingly. And I can't remember what else I had. Um, I had a few things, but it was all very, very physical. And when we came out of it, you were like, okay, well, what did you what did you feel? And the weird thing was, was I didn't feel anything. Like I didn't, it's like I couldn't remember it. It's like I went into some sort of weird trance. And like, when I woke up, I was like, I don't actually have anything to say. Like, I don't feel like I've been, like I've had any traumas come up. And do you know what? For the rest of that day, I felt peaceful as fuck. And when people describe you do like meditating and they're like, oh, 10 minutes of meditation is equivalent to like, 10 hours sleep. I've never felt that sort of peace. However, doing that breathwork session, I felt incredible. And I feel like all the stuff that processed for me, it's almost like my brain was like, you don't need to be witness to what we've processed. We don't need to bring it up again, probably because I do so much self-development, but you're just going to feel some weird shit and you're going to be cold. Is that, is that right? So right. Exactly. Like the mind wants to know exactly what happened, what was processed, what was it about? And actually, it's easier for us when we don't have to relive that stuff. How much nicer is it that way? And like we just it we get the experience of feeling lighter, of feeling maybe more present, more free. And we don't even need to like go through anything that, you know, we don't need to cry. We don't need to get emotional. And so, yeah, that's perfect. It's just another form of release, just like the tears. It's just, it's just a physical sensation that you experienced. So yeah, that's perfect. I see. And I I can see how this would directly correlate with the law of attraction and manifesting what we want, right? Because when we did our breathwork session, we worked on my um, lack of feeling of safety around 
relationships and the ability to be in a relationship with a man and actually feel okay to do that. And that is definitely one of my goals. I don't want to be a single bitch forever. Like I do want to meet someone eventually. And I honestly, I did start to see um, like weird things happening as soon as we'd had our breathwork session. I had some man call me asking me about sunbeds because I used to own a spray tanning salon we ended up on the phone for half an hour and he's like I'm gonna find you a lovely husband it was a very bizarre conversation but it's just so weird how like so for example that I don't need to go over in my mind a million times what I need to let go I've done that before I've done that before but like doing this breath work means that I can release some of those limiting beliefs and some of those fears and I can just go about living my fucking life do you know what I mean so I guess that's how it can help us to manifest what we want is just by releasing everything that no longer serves us. Yeah, like if our energy and our vibration is what we attract, right? And it's like, well, what are we holding on to? It's like, what are the vibration of these thoughts and of these sort of like old suppressed emotions? So it's like when we're shifting and processing all that stuff that didn't get processed first time around, of course, we're raising our vibration. So of course, we're going to naturally be able to hold a higher vibration of the things we want to call in. And also like one of the elements of breath work, so that that was the physical, is spiritual. And this is like one of my favorite things about breath work because I mean, the word spiritual, that everyone's gonna say it means something different, but it's like not only a chance to connect with people you've lost and receive guidance, it's a chance to connect with parts of you. So the parts of you, your higher self really, or whatever you wanna call it, your bad bitch within, who's free from them limiting beliefs and doubts, those those fears so like with you your uh, intention because we always set an intention with the breathe like what is it about uh what do you want to call in what do you want to let go of so it would be like connection to the part of you that is actually free from those beliefs that like this is not fucking true and the mental side of things that's like one of the other um benefits I suppose or outcomes is like embodying new beliefs to be true so when we're saying oh we want to break through that belief or let go of that belief sometimes we say an empowering belief like okay well I know there's loads of uh, amazing people out there okay yeah I know that I know that but that's not our embodied experience like our embodied experience is still acting like nah there's not not round here they're all taken and so breathwork helps to take the new empowering belief and experience it as actual rather than just like oh yeah I know I know it's like no you are embodied within that so like in terms of your intention without you even like having awareness this is what breathwork can support to happen I love it I love it and of course we know embodying it and being on that vibration is like you're basically there you're going to bloody manifest it so get ready for my upcoming wedding um I'd love to know how did you discover this when and, and how did it become such a big part of your life it was so mad because it was in about 2016. So breathwork weren't really, you know, around like it is at all now. And I stumbled upon it by complete accident. I was at a really bad point in my life. My mum and dad both had cancer. I was in a toxic, horrible relationship. I had daily panic attacks, anxiety, just really not good. And I wasn't uh, open like I am now I was a little bit more closed-minded back then weren't really on my path how I am now and um, I found this meditation and breathwork class and I thought oh I need to meditate that's what I need and there's no way I can do it myself because I ain't a meditator either <laughs> um, so I went to this class and I took my brother's ex-girlfriend or well, girlfriend at the time and 
we were late. So I gave you, Fran, like this big spiel at first about what happens, what to expect, how to do it. And like the main bit of guidance is allow anything that happens, all these mad physical sensations, all of these emotions, the spiritual element, it's all normal, it's all perfect. I didn't get in on that chat at the beginning. So I rocked up late and just sort of got on with what he was telling me to do. And I just was like, what on earth is this? I thought it was a meditation class. So I went along with it. And there were points where I was panicking bad because no one had told me that this was normal. My whole body's vibrating. And I'm, I'm like, whoa. But I kept going. And at the end, I felt good for the first time in years because I'd been walking around like this zombie um, for about three years, maybe more. And I actually felt unreal. And I turned to this girl I was with after and I was like, that was amazing. I feel like I'm on drugs, but naturally, like I feel incredible. And she didn't like it. She'd freaked out. And um, she, yeah, she was a highly anxious person as well, but it just wasn't for her. And where I was at in my journey, I shut it down then and sort of forgot all about it. I wasn't sort of confident enough to go off and explore that by myself. She'd said it was weird and judged it. So I kind of was like, yeah, all right. Um, and then a few years later, I was in Bali and I was going through a really tough breakup. but just cancelled a wedding and I was on a retreat and they got these people in. And as they started explaining what we were doing, I was like, oh, it's that, it's that thing again. And I was so excited to do it. And then I just had the most life-changing, powerful experience in that session where I connected with my inner child. Like I'd been aware of inner child work, but I held her, I was crying, I was talking to her. And um, yeah, it was this weird experience where it was like wave after wave came along and it was everything I'd been through in my life and I'd like survived it all. And I just came out like a different fucking woman. And I was just like, in another session after, I got, I just kept doing them then. I was just receiving so many messages. So it helped me to, I test positive for the herpes virus. As you know, I talk about it a lot, but I was living in so much shame and it's like breath work. I would receive guidance about this doesn't define you. And I sort of was able to embody that worth. And then the message, you need to help others with this. Even though at the time I was like, oh my God, I'm not even helping myself ways to connect with my dad who unfortunately passed away and received guidance. So I had all of these like amazing, profound, crazy experiences. And then in a session, like you need to teach this, you need to deliver this because at the time still people didn't really know what it was. So yeah, here we are. (laughs) And thank God you did have that life altering experience because yeah, now you're doing the Lord's work, sharing breath work with everyone. I'm, I'm definitely going to have another session because honestly, I can't pinpoint what um what what happened but all I know is the results. I know that I had I've I've felt great ever since. I haven't really had any anxiety. I've had a lovely weekend. I've been really open to possibilities. And is it a coincidence that I met up with somebody and had sex with somebody for a couple of days after? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no. I was open to it. I love that. There what we go. Yeah, on our call, I was like, no, afterwards, when you told me about that random call with that guy and you ended up on the phone to him, he said he was going to find you a husband. I was like, there is no such thing as coincidence. Like, that is a concept that is not real. So love that for you. Uh, Me too, me too. And I'd love to know more about, because you don't just do breath work, but more about like empowerment and also like really liberating women, especially around 
everything really. I'd love to know more about that because you do it for like sexuality and stuff because sometimes I feel like I do myself a disservice and I'm like, oh, I'm such a whore. And then I'm like, no, I'm not actually. I'm just a sexually liberated woman in my fucking 30s. Like, let me live my goddamn life. So tell us more about that. How do you help people just be empowered and be like their most authentic selves? I love you for saying that. And yes, you are. Um, so yeah, I mean, breathwork's just one of my modalities. It's one of my favorite modalities. It's so powerful. I think there's nothing else like it, but it's just like another modality. So I love to combine coaching with breathwork too, because people have these like powerful experiences and they don't integrate them or they don't take action. And it was just this one thing that happened this one time. And that was that. So yeah, the coaching side of things really what we're doing to work towards that empowerment everyone wants to feel empowered is that we're working on the shame we're working on all the stories like sexuality oh my god it's such a taboo why we're all sexual beings but there's so much like whore and slut or prude and it's just like we're either too much of one thing or not enough of something else and it just keeps you so small and so so limited in life like my experience with the herpes virus there's a huge stigma around it And I was like, that was really the thing that got me going and into this empowerment work. I was like, it's just like a cold sore. It's just like something else. But yet I'm letting it dictate my life. And every woman that I speak to has something around sexuality. You know, if it's not that, it's like, yeah, oh, I'm too sexually expressed or I don't like having sex and I'm judging myself. And they probably do, but they're telling themselves that story, right? So yeah, the coaching work is really about uh, the mindset and also the embodiment piece as well of what are these stories? Where do these come from? Society, where did the uh, belief get created, those core wounds? So I do loads of inner child stuff as well. And then connection to the truth of who you are, expression of like all different parts of you. So your sexual expression, your feminine expression, because I work with a lot of women that are like, oh, I'm so in my masculine, doing, doing, doing. And it's like that feminine part is in there. So yeah, connection to all these different parts of your expression so that you are not living in this box of who you think you should be. So yeah, the empowerment work stretches into sexuality, how you show up in relationship. That's a huge thing that I speak into because of, again, my own horrific relationship experiences and business and life as well. So yeah, it's pretty broad, but they're probably like the three main things that I really speak into and support with. I love it. And I love as well. I remember when I first met you at Shoreditch House a year ago, you pulled out a picture and you're like, I carry my inner child with me everywhere. And it was a picture of you as a child. And I was like, I fucking love that. And something I've been doing recently is connecting with my inner child, but also my future self. I'm really into doing a lot of things for like old Fran for like grandmother Fran like I love doing stuff for her um even just future me in a fucking week do you know what I mean like I I I love that and when we did our breathwork session you said about calling in your highest self and I was like oh my god like your highest self is always there and I feel like obviously I'm nowhere near it right now but when I think back to how I used to live in my 20s and you know being in a job that I hated being in shitty situationships that were never any good and feeling really quite unsatisfied with a lot of areas of my life, doing quite a lot of self-destruction in a lot of different ways. I really wish that I had known that me, no wait, me, like my future, like, like I was always there and I could have guided her, but I, I wasn't in contact with that at all. So I'm interested to know more about like your feminine self. Cause I am 
masculine to the point of being like the rock Dwayne Johnson like I I'm there I'm like mowing my own lawn I'm carrying my own shit like how do we um how do we connect more and and show up in relationships more as because I, I know that that's a problem with a lot of my listeners is we're we're too like I can fucking do this all by myself and I'm going to achieve all this shit by myself like how do we just not <laughs> I feel you, by the way, like, I have really only tapped into this within the last year, I was always very much up in my masculine, and almost like a bit triggered by women that were really in their feminine as well, because it just felt like so not possible for me. So what's really interesting is that although I see you as this like, woman who yeah, it's fucking self-made and get shit done and makes it all happen. At the same time, I don't see you as hyper-masculine. And this is a really common theme with women in my space, clients, the way they see themselves and the labels they place on themselves are actually different to how people experience them. Like I've often said to clients, that's really interesting. And also I don't receive you in that way at all. So I see both sides to you. So that's one thing. But yeah, to start working on it, Firstly, we we look back and this hyper independence, we might want to call it, or this like proving pattern, sometimes like all the doings coming from a space of proving, like we want to find out why. I love that energy. That energy gets shit done. Is it wrong to love that energy? No, I I spend most of like, yeah, a lot of my life coming with that come from because that gets results. That drive, I'll show you, like that gets results. But it's not the only way. Yeah, big time. I'm scared to let go of that. Yeah, yeah. So the first part of stepping into this more feminine expression is what are the beliefs in order to uh, do to express my feminine side more? I have to let go of that, and it's not true, right? It's not true. We're probably never going to change the fact that. Like, I'm very driven. I love goals. I love doing. I haven't gone the other end of the spectrum to, oh, I just be and I'm intuitive and creative. I love structure. I love all of that shit. I'm never going to lose that because it's just so me. So it's like expanding the belief system from, well, if I'm not that, I'm not going to be successful. And then what's going to happen to, I get to be this and that and something else, like multifaceted bad bitch. You're not only that. Yes, that's very, very true. That is true. And also like play with the play with the expression a little bit. Like when someone says, I want to step into my feminine, uh, everyone says it. We've got like a society of more like masculine women who feel they're more masculine because that's what society has conditioned us to be. So it's no surprise. There's no shame. And I think sometimes women are like, oh, God, I'm so masculine. They almost like shame and judge themselves. And like, no, we love this part. Right. We love a healthy masculine energy. We just want to invite in some of the feminine as well. But what does it even mean to you? Like feminine energy, what would you be like or be doing or be feeling if you were tapped into your feminine expression? Because how I view it and how I I see myself as feminine is probably different to somebody else. Mm, Yes, that's true. I do have a couple of episodes all about feminine energy if you want to go back (laughs) and listen to them, guys. (laughs) But I do, that's something that I struggle with. I try to get more and more into that. And I know that you used, um, well, everything that you do to attract finally a perfect healthy relationship well not perfect because nothing's perfect but tell us how how did you do that I'm just asking for all my listeners but mostly myself (laughs) oh my god it's like my proudest achievement in life I feel like because I 
oh, my relationship history is an absolute mess. We don't need to go into it, but yeah, it weren't cool. Like, <laughs> and I genuinely held the belief that this is this is what's for me. Like, I would think, oh yeah, this is the type of person I wanted to call in, but I really was like, is this is this gonna actually happen for me? I really thought it never would, but yeah, my work was deep and worth it. And my work was, I suppose, really going back to this source of not good enoughness. Like the problem ain't the herpes virus. The problem wasn't all the other things that I labeled it as. It was this like wound of I'm not enough. And it's so common, you know, father wounding stuff that went down in my teenage years. It was like all accumulated. And I didn't want to go and take a look at that stuff. But yeah, really going to work to heal like those past versions of me and love them all. The teenage self who everyone fancied my friend, um, who I'd forgotten all about, like going back to love on her. Then the reckless teenager who was just like started to get male attention then was just like, yeah, I'm just going to treat them all like whatever and not care. Like held a lot of shame around that version. So going back to love on her. And I keep saying this word shame, but it, it really is at the source of like so many people's stuff. So it's really like healing and empowerment work. So it was sort of doing that. And then the empowerment work of really accepting and expressing who I really am. Uh, On dating apps, I think people so often just don't show up as themselves. And they, they fill it out in a way that's like, oh, this is what I think people want me to see. And if I put this, it might be a bit weird. Or what if they think that I am a bit uh, too much saying what I want? Or And it's like, nah, you just get to claim exactly what you want, exactly who you are. Um, And with that comes fear of rejection. It comes like all sorts of things. So yeah, it was for me just showing up as who I am, breaking free from, I say breaking free from fear of rejection, but like not letting rejection have a hold over me anymore. Because we all fear rejection to a point. No one wants to be rejected, but like not making that shit personal. Um, Yeah, and then just setting really clear standards on what I want and doing the self-worth work to be a stand for those standards. Okay, I love that. I love a clear action plan. I love that I'm going to do that in 2024 and meet my dream man (laughs) at some point. But you're so right. Like all of the stuff about like shame I think that is a real woman problem I don't think that's a man problem as much I think that is a real woman's problem and it is something that you know we like to be like yes we're witches and we're bitches and it's 2024 but actually there's still so much there's still so much that we feel shame around as women like you can't be the one to make the first move or you can't be too much of a slut like my ex said that I dated like a man and I thought that was such a funny insult because he's a man and I thought wow what what a wild ride like you're saying that's like an insult you date like a man but it's like what does that even mean but um yeah even though we're in 2024 I feel like there's still so much to do there so I think people should come follow you if they want to know more about all this shit can you tell us where you are on Instagram how people can work with you Yes, come and follow me. So I'm on Instagram under the empowerment queen. It's the underscore empowerment underscore queen. I'd say that's probably the best place to go because that's where I'm most active. Um, and yeah, what what do I have on at the moment? I got a breathwork in real life event coming up, but that is a uh, Kent based. So yeah, south south of London. Um, but I am running a program soon unshakably me it's a 10-week healing and empowerment program which is basically all the things that helped me on my journey so I'm going to be speaking a lot about that 
on my Instagram if you want to come say hello check it out do it sounds amazing well thank you so much for coming on and to tell us all about breathwork and empowerment and how we can release those blocks and let us drive forward honestly I can't tell you how different I feel like that day after I did my breathwork session like I honestly was just driving around like I was on a cloud it was so bizarre and I remember you saying that people with ADHD she's an undiagnosed hoe um but I'm assuming I've got it everyone tells me I've got it um that this when they do breath work this is quite often the only time they truly feel peace and that's exactly how I felt I had no internal dialogue I had no thoughts I didn't have 10 business plans in my head like I just was driving around enjoying my goddamn life so honestly guys go and check it out and obviously if you're not near KD location wise there are breath work people all over the world check it out and um, just explore it because I think it's interesting we all manifest and create our dream lives in different ways right I always think this like I discovered EFT and I was like holy shit this is amazing whereas other people might be like whatever like your friend that you went to the breathwork session with she didn't like that experience and I can totally see why because it is quite intense and overpowering whereas it completely changed your life so I always encourage people just to try all different things to try and basically shake up their energy and to raise their vibration. So you never know, breath work might just change your life. Anyway, I will see you bitches next week. The law of attractions changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.